Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Hey everyone, welcome back once again to Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm your host, Marco Galbraith, and uh, today I wanted to talk to you about situational awareness. A lot of people don't have situational awareness. They don't have street smarts, uh, depending on their lifestyle, how they grew up, and that's fine. Uh, Everybody's different. We can accept that, but I wanted to talk to you about just your daily uh, routine to work. Uh, school or, uh, or or just going to the gym or running errands. So we're going to walk through a, a typical day of waking up in the morning, uh, driving to work, maybe stopping and getting coffee, maybe stopping to get gas in your car, going to work, going to lunch and back. This podcast is actually created to, you can listen to it all at one time or you can break it up and pause it and I'll tell you when to pause it. So you can listen to the part where you're getting ready in the morning uh, to start your day then you can pause it. You can turn it back on for the drive to work. You can listen to it again on your lunch break, but hopefully it will teach you some skills. Um, and we're not going to hit everything, but I'm just going to give you some basic skills that may open up uh, your eyes to some things that cops think about. Being a retired cop, I look at this stuff. When I drive, I look into parking lots. It's just how I'm programmed. And again, a lot of people aren't programmed like that, but you need to be. We're living now in condition yellow. When I went to high school, uh, we were living in condition white. There was no, there, were, there weren't active shooter attacks at school. I graduated in '84, and I brought a shotgun to school with me because we had shooting classes. Uh, at Spruce Creek High School in 84, 83 and 84. And so nobody ever thought about it. Nobody thought about taking that gun and doing something bad to people. When we when we had a problem with, with each other, we'd fight in the parking lot or at a football game or before or after school. And, and, uh, and that was it. Uh, a lot of times you became friends. But uh, times have changed. So we have to have situational awareness. We're living in a different time now, unfortunately. So what I'm going to talk to you about is not living in fear. It's not paranoia. It's just learning to look up at things. Put that phone down. Be aware of your surroundings. Have the confidence and command presence. When I taught in the police academy and when I was a police officer, I made sure I taught and I had the command presence. And command presence with military and police is when you walk in that room, do you walk in with your chest out and your head held held high and showing confidence? Or do you walk in kind of slunched over and looking at the ground? That immediately tells people a first impression about what they think about you. And that also tells the criminal what he or she can do to you. We have to remember that criminals are lazy. That's why they're criminals. They don't want to work at a job. They want to take the easy prey. And if you show yourself is an easy prey, that is exactly what you're going to be. So have that command presence, especially out in public. And we'll talk about that as we go through the routine. So uh, we don't want to have a routine every day that we follow. If you have the ability, depending on where you're geographically, where your house or where your apartment or wherever you live, your work, is laid out. Don't take the same route 
to work or school every day. If you can, turn into a different street and go a different route, but don't get into the same uh, routine uh, that people can learn. So first thing in the morning, you're going to wake up in the morning. Of course, we want to say our prayers. We want to thank the Lord for everything he's given us, and we want to thank him for getting us through the night safely. You want to eat a good breakfast. Remember that sugar is going to slow you down. So a, a good breakfast uh, is going to really, really show how your day it's gonna it's gonna dictate how your day goes if you carry concealed then you need to get that a lot of people are anti-gun anti-second amendment i get that i've been carrying concealed for 30 years i've been around it every day as a cop i feel comfortable with my concealed carry permit i travel with it i go with it everywhere because i feel comfortable with it people that don't like guns i get that then not forced anybody to carry, but to my concealed carry permit uh, colleagues and friends, uh, that's when you want to when you want to get it ready and, and have that mindset. You know, uh, my wife doesn't uh, they doesn't really care about guns. She could care less, but uh, got her the concealed carry permit. She has a lockbox uh, secured in her car, and I was in Chicago uh, teaching active shooter and. She called at 9.30 at night on her way home from work, and we live out in the sticks, and she blew a tire, um, and the uh, AAA is going to be about an hour and 20 minutes to come out and get her. Thank goodness she had that lockbox in her car. With a concealed carry permit, you know, I told her, put the gun in your pocket, and uh, boy, did I feel better knowing that she has that, and feel better that she had the training on how to use that when she could use it, because heaven forbid the wrong person should stop uh, to help her out. Uh, she would be prepared. So you're getting ready to go out to work. Again, like I said, I live in the sticks. So before I open the front door, for me, I'm opening the front door, getting ready to go out to work. And I'm going to look and see if there's any animals out there. Is there a bear, coyote? We see all kinds of animals where we're at. And that's for my protection, my wife's protection, and the protection of our dog. If I open the door and there's a, a rabid animal or a dangerous animal right at the front door or in the front yard, that dog's going to go after it. I don't want him to get hurt. So if you live in an apartment complex or in a neighborhood, take a glance out the door or the window before you open the door and put yourself into a bad situation. When you walk to the car, if you live in an apartment complex or in a, or in a neighborhood and you don't have a garage, walk with confidence. There's that command presence again. So walk with confidence. Your cell phone should be in your hand, but you're not looking at it, but you're able to call 911 if you need to. You walk to your car, you immediately get in, you start it and you go. You're driving to work. Don't get boxed in. I have a very good friend who lives in uh, Miami, and he was taking his nine-year-old daughter to um, softball practice one Saturday morning. He's boxed in at a traffic light in heavy traffic, and two rival gang members on each side of him decide that they want to start shooting each other and having a gun battle. They were Luckily, they, they got through it okay with, with no scratches. The car was shot up, but they ducked down. But... His lesson that day was uh, he had nowhere to go. He was boxed in. So driving tip, when you drive, it's good to be, I like to be in the right lane or the left lane, either one, and I like to leave me a little space at a traffic light. Don't get right up on somebody else's bumper because you don't know when you're going to have to get out of traffic uh, in a hurry. So keep, keep that in mind um, <clears throat> on where you park and how you drive. Drive defensively. Um, don't again don't take the same route to work I, we do a lot of active shooter training and a lot of threat assessment for businesses and I think about bank executives and I think about HR 
people that are dealing with disgruntled employees. I think about um, some of my friends that are radio personalities or TV personalities on the news. There are people that could possibly stalk you for whatever reasons. So if you can, again, don't take the same route to work. Don't park in the exact same place at work. Don't give a routine to somebody um, that can learn that routine and find out what you do every day. And it makes it easy for them. If you stop for gas on your way uh, to work, before you pull up to the pumps, pop the door on the gas tank. Don't wait till you get there. You know you're going to get gas. So when you're pulling into the gas station, pop the door on the gas tank if that's how if it's a if it's a uh, manual uh, door that you have to do from inside the car. Have your credit card or your cash, however you're going to pay for your gas, have it ready. So the purpose is don't pull up to the gas pumps and then start playing around or dilly-dallying. Have everything ready. Have your card, everything ready. So when you exit your car, there's that command presence. You're going to get out with a purpose. You're going to walk to the pump, swipe your card, pump your gas. You're watching your car. You know, a lot of people take advantage of others while they're pumping gas. And while you're pumping gas, looking at the gas pump on how much it's costing you, somebody else is in your front passenger seat grabbing your purse or getting in your car. That's happened as well. If you're going to walk into the store and get your coffee, take a look around of the store. Get the feeling of the store before you walk in. I've had friends and I've, I've taken police reports of people that have walked in on an armed robbery in the middle of the night morning, afternoon, evening. There's no time that says that armed robbers have to strike right then. So get a feel for the parking lot. When you look, when you walk in, you should immediately look at the clerk, find out what's going on. Just, just get a story. Again, a lot of people say, well, this is paranoia. It's fear. It's how I live. It's just my situational awareness. It's not paranoia uh, or fear. So you get your, uh, you get your gas, you, uh, you're driving to work. Um, when you get to work, you're parking at work. Again, don't park in the same location. Is it going to be dark when you come out of work? Think about that. If I come to work in the morning and I, and I bring my lunch and I'm not going to leave that day, then where do I need to park? Am I a female uh, that's going to be alone coming out at 9 or 10 o'clock at night and I'm going to be alone? Then, then that needs to dictate where I'm going to park in the morning is what's going to happen uh, at night. And this is also going for school. You know, if you're a student, uh, and you're parking. Where are gonna? Where, where? What type of lighting situation is it gonna be when you come out late at night? Is it gonna be dark? You go to lunch. You leave work and you go to lunch somewhere. Um, I was in Cincinnati. Th this actually occurs a lot. When I travel, uh, I go. I tend to go to places that have Wi-Fi, uh, so I can eat and just check emails and, and uh, get on the internet and stuff like that. So. Um, I was in Cincinnati a few weeks ago, and I'm in a Panera Bread, and I, I stopped for a minute, and, and uh, as I do, I always have such, you know, I don't bury myself in my computer or my phone. You have to every now and then look up and see your surroundings. So I'm in uh, eating, and I'm looking around, and everybody is just, their face is in their phone, or their face is just buried in their computer. That is not situational awareness. And a woman came in uh, to the location and, and got in the middle of everybody at a table in, in the middle of everybody put her backpack on the table and started taking things out of that backpack. Now it was just computers, it was uh, her work um, her work supplies, but what if that had been a, uh, a firearm or weapons? 
I'm looking around the room. She's taking stuff out of her out of her bag, and not one person is even noticing her. That's not situational awareness. Where do you sit when you go out to eat? I sit with my back to the wall. I want to see things. When I go in to eat lunch, dinner, breakfast somewhere, I'm going to look at, at my surroundings. I'm going to look, where's the cash register? Because that could be an area of concern if things go bad. Where's the kitchen? Know that most states... Uh, food code, their, uh, their, their uh, food service code or health code dictates that every kitchen must have a back door. Okay, there's my exit. If I need to run out, if something happens, it, it, something terrible happens and I need to get out, I know that the kitchen is more than likely going to have an exit. Where are the bathrooms? Where are my exits? You know, people get locked in that when I go somewhere to eat, when they go somewhere to eat, they get locked in that the, the front door is the only exit available and they get jammed up. There's been active shooter situations. There's been domestic situations, armed robbery situations where things go terribly wrong in an eating establishment and people all run to the front door. You know what? There's probably about three or four other exits that can be utilized in an emergency. So think about that. On your lunch break, don't just go in with your your head buried in your phone to your table take a minute to look around and know your surroundings you get off work and you drive home again if you if it's possible in your neighborhood don't take the same route home every time when you pull into your driveway again there's that situational awareness you want to look around at the side here when i pull into the house we have an alarm and when i pull into the house i'm just looking around at uh at anything that may be unusual I've had a lot of, and the reason I say this is I've had a lot of people come home and have been surprised by a burglar in their house. Or they come home and their TV is sitting by the back door. And what do they do? They go into the house. Call the police. Situational awareness. You could always walk in. It happens a lot. You know, you think it won't happen to you. I travel the country and I speak to people that have been involved in active shooter attacks, victims, witnesses, law enforcement. And what the victims and what the witnesses that survived the attack say is they all they all tell me you know i never really thought about my personal safety until this attack and you know what they all have in common every single one of them have said i did not ever think it would happen to me at this place at my location here i never ever thought it always happens somewhere else like sutherland springs church or the vegas attack or uh, the Pulse nightclub, or uh, Virginia Tech, Virginia Beach. It always happens somewhere else, but they all think it doesn't happen to them. I like to say it won't happen here until it happens here, and then it happened here. So we have to be aware. Do you have an alarm system in your house? Folks, these things are very, very affordable. They've got wireless alarm systems. Not only are alarm systems utilized along with cameras, for protecting your property, but more so letting you know if you come home and that alarm has been set or it's not, it's malfunctioned or something's going on, you know, okay, maybe I shouldn't go in the house. Maybe I shouldn't go in the house alone. Maybe I should call the police. We worked a uh, serial uh, burglar and uh, when I worked for uh, South Daytona police back in the uh, late 80s, we worked a serial burglar. And this was when the sitcoms, uh, Dallas, if you're old enough to remember Dallas, uh, and some of the sitcom or uh, some of the, the, uh, the TV shows, series, 
were on. Seinfeld was big at the time. And this serial burglar knew that when you're home, your money is home. So his deal was, this was Florida in the spring when he would hit and uh, the uh, people had their windows open, they're watching TV. He knew, and when we arrested him, he told us these stories, but his motive was when you're home, your wallet's home. He was strictly cash. When you're home, your wallet's home, your purse is home. He would go in the back windows of, uh, of the bedroom when people are in there watching TV and they would, the dog would bark and people would yell at the dog, shut up. The dog is trying to tell you that somebody's coming in the window. He's in the bedroom barking. This guy would go in and take, uh, take uh, the money, the cash and leave. What if you were to go back in that bedroom and find him and get him boxed in? Let me tell you, this guy was a very muscular, very fit. Uh, so far, thank God he was always a non-violent burglar. But if the need could come up, um, then things could go different. So what I'm getting at is, is a simple alarm system can tell you if somebody's made entry into your house. Uh, his big deal, again, was going in when people were sleeping. And, uh, and he would be at the foot of their bed. He would be right at the dresser uh, while they're sawing logs. And they've got no idea he's in there because they had no no dog to uh to let them know he's coming in they had no alarm system to let them know so there are a lot of avenues to keep yourself safe and you have to keep yourself safe so this podcast you know i don't want to promote fear it's not paranoia it's just a practice that you get into and hopefully some of the things i've thrown out you today will kind of open up a uh, a door or turn on a light bulb that you know what when i'm driving to work when i'm at work i need to have situational awareness i need to to notice my coworkers, you know, understand the baseline of your coworkers. If your coworkers, if you have a coworker that comes in all the time and is joking and friendly, and then all of a sudden they're off their baseline, when we talk about active shooter, that are some of the clues. We talk about a, a, a five developmental stages of an active shooter, and one of them is being off their baseline. Now, that doesn't mean that if somebody's off their baseline, they're not happy and joking one day. They could be just having a bad day. That doesn't mean, oh, they're going to be an active shooter. Watch out. But it is one of the traits and one of the clues. So things to think about. I want everybody to be safe. I want to reduce injuries and save lives for your personal life while you're at the grocery store, the mall. I would hope that if you have uh, young ladies in college or school or kids that are going to school off to a, a, a different location that you would point them in the direction of this podcast. Again, we want to reduce injuries, save lives, and it can be done by the way we act. It can be done by everyday situational awareness, everyday actions, we can stop a lot of crime and a lot of, of victims by just how we act. Again, it goes back to that command presence. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, I invite you to follow T4 Tactics on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. Uh, you can look at my website. It's the letter T, the number four, tactics.com. Uh, we'll be posting a lot of this stuff and we'll be posting a lot more interesting podcasts. Remember, active listening with T4 Tactics. Reduce injuries and save lives. Have a great day, everyone, and be safe. Thanks for listening.